All right, Kimberly, here we are again. What in is going the in the studio? What is going on? How was your day? What are you doing? What are you up to? Chillville over here. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, Chillville, it's Christmas. It is Chillville over here. It's me and a piece of my carrot cake on the sofa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to hear that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding about the carrot cake, but I am. <laughs> Listen, it's Hallmark Movie Marathon going on at my house. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. am ready to do the same. I'm not quite there yet. I'm just behind you out the door. Mm-hmm. And I am ready to relax. Have you wrapped those presents? I haven't wrapped the presents, but I will say I did see some of the handiwork on your wrapping. Mm-hmm. And I will say you do a pretty fine <laughs> job on those presents. I didn't realize you were you were not kidding. You really do like to wrap. Yeah, I do. And that was a super quick job. I mean, if you can just put me in front of the TV with a Hallmark movie and all of my supplies, like all around me on the floor, I can go at it. Like that crazy. is like it came from Neiman Marcus type <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Nice. No, I'm not there. I will remember last minute bag, tissue paper, done. Just tell me you don't buy the bag of O's. I buy the bag of bows. What are you talking about? Of course I do. Yes. Do you put like two or three bows, like punch them all together? No, girl. No, no. (laughs) Even even more pathetic. I don't even know if I want to say this, but I had a few gifts that I had to give to some colleagues of mine. And I mean, like gift, bag. I didn't even put the tissue paper in. Like, at a minimum, it's got to have curly ribbon. Yeah, no. (laughs) I have faith. I have faith you can one good ornament on the package. Maybe. Maybe I'll try with my kids. Who knows? Yeah. Hey, so really, what is going on? You you were on vacation. I know we are on vacation for a while. We've got a couple of weeks before we go back to work. And so you're just relaxing. You're completely vegging out. Yeah, I think I need to. I think this has been a big year. And we've done a lot of work, not just at work, but also on our in our personal lives and with this podcast. It's been a lot. And so I am making myself chill out because there have been years where I pack out the days that I'm off and I'm helping people and I'm going to do things and I'm setting up my day and they're, I'm just as exhausted when I come back in January as when I left. And so I am making myself chill out and I'm loving it. I'm loving every minute of it. Uh, it was a big year, lots of accomplishments. All right. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's, that's what you what want I'm to doing. talk about. You want to talk about some accomplishments. I think we should. I like How this. do you like that segue? Was that a pretty good transition? <laughs> that was a very good transition. <laughs> I like it. So we're going to talk about accomplishments today. So let's get some boundaries to this conversation. When we yeah. say accomplishments, are we talking personal accomplishments for the year? Are we talking work accomplishments? What do you want to talk about today? I say we start off talking about. Let's go back to leadership. We promised our listeners we were going back we're going to, to go leadership. back to leadership. That's I right. say we go back to leadership and we start with personal accomplishments. If we have any time left over, we'll throw in the lanyap of the little extra All right. bonus conversation. All right, I'm with it. So since so, you started it, uh, 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 <laughs> no, ma'am, no. <laughs> I'm taking over this one. What, Pepper, what was your biggest leadership accomplishment? I love it. So my biggest leadership accomplishment, personal, this is something that I felt like I I have achieved or I have continued to work on and polish. Uh And one of the things that I need to work on, I know I need to work on as leader, is being more empathetic. Are you with me? Uh, I'm like, do like, you see my mouth open? I'm, I'm just a little shocked because I see you as empathetic. So I don't oh, know. Tell nice. me about it. Tell me about 
why that was like where you say you're at in empathy and what you did. I can be somewhat, I want to get the word right. I think when, when I feel like somebody is making an excuse, I can feel irritable or disappointed or just not seeing the other side. Mm -hmm. And so this year, I will tell you, man, COVID hit. We all went to, you know, work from home and just hearing the people on my team, kind of what their personal struggles were, their strife, what they were worried about. It gave me a huge appreciation for just life and what things bother people, right? What are the things on their mind? What are the stressors that are outside of work? And so for me, that was the big thing. That was the turning point for me personally from an empathy perspective Mm -hmm. and trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. I know I run with high expectations of others. I'm Mm -hmm. expecting people to kind of compartmentalize things and Mm -hmm. bring their best every day and always show up and always ready to knock it out of the park. And that's just not reality. And I can definitely come out of the gate with a perspective of, well, they could have done more. Or mm-hmm. why didn't they do this? Or mm-hmm. Ooh, why did they have that perspective? And this year has been, I still catch myself. I mean, make no mistake about it. I was having a conversation with a colleague the other day. And uh, yeah, I heard myself say something and I walked away. And 24 hours later, I kind of rolled back with him. And I just said, you know, shame on me for saying what I said. Mm. And his comment was, yeah. Or, <laughs> I mean, why did you have that perspective? Yeah. And so I can still see myself slip up. And, you know, having these expectations of others that they can't deliver for whatever reason, right? Yeah. I'm not in their shoes. I don't fully understand what's kind of bringing them down. But this year has helped me to peel that back a little bit more for myself. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, I just want to go to, you know, just thinking about that whole pivot, COVID hit, and those conversations that you would have with the rest of us about things to talk about with your teams and things to think about, things to... It was the whole empathy thing. And I got to tell you, you have a way bigger (laughs) measure of empathy than I do. You remember, I'm like, I come from the mom that's like, turn out the lights, you're going to be fine. You'll be fine. There is no monster. (laughs) Go to bed. Go to bed. And so I think that's just, that's how I was raised. And so that's where I'm like, you're going to be fine. The eggs are going to come. You may not have eggs for two weeks, but you're going to be all right. And so you would have those conversations with us to help build our empathy. And so what's really interesting is you increasing your awareness on empathy and increasing your just empathy for the team, I think has helped the others of us, me especially, have another measure of empathy. I probably don't still don't have what you have. (laughs) I got a little extra. So I think I'm going to say kudos to that. Yeah, it really has been something I have needed to work on because I know I can just be hard. I can be hard and overly demanding. I've heard all of those things and you know from people who have worked for me and I've never fundamentally understood that. I honestly haven't and this year it was interesting. I mean it, it was it's the more human side I guess is yeah. what I want to say, right? I mean it, you know it takes me back and we were genuinely afraid of what this disease was and people are still afraid of it. There's still some anxiety over it. There's still some adjustment over it. And that's okay, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But it was so much uncertainty so fast that I couldn't do anything but say, oh gosh, I am so sorry that you can't find food, right? I mean, we had circumstances where things were running out of the grocery store and people were concerned about their parents or, you know, their extended families. And 
that was a, a good learning lesson for me, honestly. It was it was very, very good. Yeah, I'm just curious, right? So because you didn't start out in January going, you know what? I need to build more empathy. Yeah, no. <laughs> but so how did you like, you know, where was the realization moment? What was that the, you know what? I'm going to work on my empathy. And what are the specific things that I'm going to do? Yeah, I don't think that there was any time in the year that I said, all right, let's work on your empathy. Mm -hmm. I never really did that. I remember sitting home and having a meeting, right, over Zoom with the whole entire team and just having conversations not even related to work and just hearing, how are you doing? And I also remember doing some, some more social type of events and I would get emails from my team mm -hmm. directly back to me that said things like, we see you're trying really hard. Thank you for that. Or we see you trying to help us smile. That means a lot. Thank you. I had never processed it that way. I didn't process that these were the things that were important. And, you know, there's a it, need for it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and not just in COVID times, but in every day, right? They're needed all the time. And so that was going back to kind of answering your question. When I was sitting there and I'm reading these emails after a few of these events, it was like, ah, this is something I just, I wasn't good at. And I wasn't, I didn't allow those kind of outside stressors or things that were on people's minds. I didn't allow that into the conversation. And now I would say I'm a little bit more balanced. Again, I slip up. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like I did grow in that area. But there was no concerted effort. You're right, in January. Yeah, there's not like up. a date like, okay, yeah. it's empathy. No, it just kind of happened. And, and it was over time. And, and the feedback, right? So the feedback I was getting through those emails was like, oh, okay, clearly I needed to work on this because they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're recognizing and they're saying, keep doing this. Yeah. So What's really funny is I had a conversation with someone else today mm -hmm. about you. And we didn't use the word empathy, but it boils down to more of a give and take, a softer side of Pepper that we have not seen before, which was nice, refreshing, yeah. and needed <laughs> with all the cuckoo craziness going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I can I can be demanding. There's no doubt about it. And I am trying to soften that a little bit. Well, kudos to you. I mean, check, done. Yeah. <laughs> 2021, what's in store? A little higher, you know how you... Do the thing on the door where someone grows a little bit and you put a little another notch up yeah, there, like yeah. uh, you get another little tick up there. Yeah. Yeah. That's like awesome. It. Yeah. What about you? What did you, you're reflecting now, what was your big growth? Yeah, it's kind of in the same vein, but it's a different word and it's, it is a little bit different. And unfortunately, it's the word trust. Mm. Like, do I trust people? And it was kind of the same thing. It comes with COVID because people leave, right? People leave the workspace, they go home. And so do you trust that they're doing what they're supposed oh, to do sure. when you can't see, see. them, mm -hmm. right? I'm not in their living room all day watching what they do. I have to trust that they're doing the right thing. And so through this year, it has been more of a learning to trust other people with responsibilities, trust that they're doing the right thing. Mm. And, you know, I, I really had to go back and think about, all right, logically, we've hired a great person. They're a high performer. When I don't see them and I'm gone to meetings for six, seven, eight hours, I still trust that they're over there doing what they're supposed to do. So that the location move from the cube to home 
and I just decided I can't trust them anymore now, yeah, sure. you know? And so that was just a really big learning event for me on do I or do I not? Why do I? Why do I not? And in the end, I trust my people. And then so that just became more of a, and so what else, right? What else do I trust them with? Because there's things that I hold close to the vest. Oh, man, that's good. (laughs) I hold close to the vest because I want control. Right. Mm-hmm. I want control. I want it to look like the way I would do it yeah. and to the quality that I would do it and to the level that I am with the communication, all of that stuff. So do I trust them with this project? Do I trust them with this task? So it, it's kind of the same vein, but it's really a learning opportunity for me of when I feel that I don't trust them, why? I have to mm-hmm. go through all that whole reasoning of why am I holding this so close to my vest? All right, not letting so- go. I got to know when, where were you? Like, was there some sort of moment, something that crystallized this in your thinking this year? What what was it? That's a great, like, epiphany, for lack of a better word, but a great insight from the year for you to sit there and go, okay, they've moved locations. Do I trust them? Mm-hmm. And, ah, I can't let go of certain things because I like the way I do it. I mean, it's a delegation issue, right, at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So how, where were you? What made you think about why am I holding on to these things? Yeah, there was the first thing that was the first layer, COVID. I can't see them. So then the second layer is that we're all back here and we're all working and we're all doing those things. And it's back to, okay, so I do trust them, but I do remember there's a pivotal moment where I had a little bit of a career change this year. Okay. And I have to delegate down some things. And I'm having trouble delegating down because I'm a control freak and I'm done my way. Okay. And so there were things that I was letting go of and giving, you know, delegating it out, but just not spending as much time. And, and don't forget, and, and don't forget, and don't forget, and, 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 and just saying, I need you to go do this. And seeing what they come back with, what was amazing was when they came back with it, I was like, oh, that was pretty good. That's probably better than what I could do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I So that was the moment. That was the moment of, yeah, it must have come after that, that career change that I had. Yeah. yeah. It's like they come back and you're like, darn, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Way to go. I like the direction. <laughs> hey, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So here's my follow-up question. Mm-hmm. What has been the outcome? What's the benefit now, right? So you've had this accomplishment. Mm -hmm. What's the result? I think that those that are reporting to me that I'm trusting to go do the right thing and I'm trusting that they can obviously handle it not even well, but even sometimes better than what I can, a lot of times better than what I can, I think they feel that the cuffs are off. Mm. They feel that there's less micromanaging, like, just let me go do my job. Yeah. They feel more autonomy. They feel more ownership of what I've given them versus I'm still holding it close to my vest and it's mine and I'm just going to let you work on this little part of it right mm-hmm. here. So. It's like, I'm going to let you see just behind <laughs> this little piece right here. Yeah. And yeah. only this. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. And what's really cool is when you do let it go, you can go do other things. <laughs> Yeah, you can start to build your own skill set, You can set, breathe right? a little bit, like, because it's like, oh, I have to do all these things. And so I'm, it's now I'm trying to still do what I was doing before and what Plus. I'm supposed to do now. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can kind of breathe a little bit when you let go of some of those things. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So do you think your team is seeing you differently? So do you think they have registered 
hey, look, I do have more autonomy. I can go and I have some freedom and I I can put my ideas on a piece of paper and I'm not going to be kind of constrained to the way Kim wants it done. You think they see that? I think they absolutely see it. What I'm worried about now is they're like, hey, we're doing all this. What are you doing? (laughs) Why are you even here? What are you working on? So yeah, I do think they see it. I think they feel it. Very good. All right. So that's awesome. I mean, when you think about that, you asked me this question. Did you start out the year going, I'm going to work on letting go? Heck no. I didn't know the career change was coming. (laughs) Yeah. No. Uh, I'm trying to even think like, what was I going to work on? I can't even remember. I got to tell you, it's been such a crazy year. I can't remember what I personally was going to work on. I know what the team goals were, right? Because we have those written down. But I can't remember, like, what was I going to work on personally? Whatever it was I said. Do you remember what you were going to? I'm going to be honest. I probably didn't have anything written down. I mean, honestly. (laughs) You know, I think it's one of those things where I set out to have some personal goals, but I don't know that I will spend time thinking, here's where I'm going to stretch my leadership skills or this is the, the area that I want to develop and push. So I probably didn't have anything in mind. And Mm -hmm. it, you know, transpired over whatever events were going on at the time and Mm -hmm. continued to go on. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Like, I see you. I see you're like, I'm ready. I'm winding up. (laughs) (laughs) That's another question. So my question is, all right, so there's been some personal accomplishment, right? And then there comes on the backside of that, team accomplishments, right? There's something that you helped your team accomplish together or you helped them do that they weren't doing before. Do you want to talk about that? About what that looks like? Absolutely. What what was it? So for my team specifically, you know, in a training and development organization, the big push, I think, for a lot of training and development organizations across the U.S., the world, was how do you stay busy right? How do you keep developing employees in a COVID environment? Mm. What does that look like? What changes? Can you still do face-to-face instruction? So I think about just the beginning of the year and, you know, February timeframe, March timeframe, there's a lot of uncertainty that's going on in my organization and, and just unsure of what is the next six weeks, four weeks going to hold. Mm-hmm. Forget about thinking third, fourth quarter at that time. And so when I think about our organization and and what we were able to accomplish, I mean, hands down, I think we've done an incredible job Mm -hmm. really pushing through and continuing with employee development through a virtual platform. I I just, my hat goes off to my team and I just think they've done an incredible job. It's really been inspiring watching them adapt to the new environment, understanding the software, learning how to engage. It's just, it is a little bit of a different skill set to still stay you know, engaging over the computer. Those that are listening who do Zoom meetings, you Mm -hmm. know it is easy (laughs) to get distracted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, the video camera, I think, helps a lot to, you know, keep you focused. But if you don't have a video camera, it is really easy to take a trip to the Bahamas (laughs) and chill out, man. So it's a little bit of a different skill set, and I think they've done an amazing job. Yeah. What about you? Do you have anything else that you would add for... This year, your team, you know, when you think about accomplishments, 
It's really the same. It's maybe just saying it a different way. It's just right managing through the pivot. I feel like this team that we are both on did an amazing job of seizing the opportunity because this has been an opportunity for us to do the things we've wanted to do over the last two or three years. We wanted to pivot. We wanted to go into more of a digital world. We wanted to be able to provide digital resources. We wanted to do things differently, communicate with people differently, communicate with the organization differently, and train differently. And I think we have not just done like one thing where we went virtually, but we went out in several different veins to be able to give the organization opportunities to learn, to develop that were not the same old thing. And that this COVID has been like the catalyst that helped us do that. They helped push us like, you got to do it and you got to do it quickly. And here's your opportunity. And this team seized the day, seized the moment. Everybody pulled together. And it's almost like, I would just say we never really skipped a beat. We almost did more than normal years because there was that opportunity. And I think people finally saw it and and just ran for it. Yeah, I think you're on the money. You know, we're saying the same thing, but I love the way you said it. And I completely agree that this whole COVID piece, and you can see it, you can hear it, you can read about it, that it has been an accelerator of change. There's been a lot of things on people's plates, just in general, right? Different industries, people have had goals of doing X, Y, and Z. And all of a sudden, this thing rolls in, and now change is rapid fire. And I think you see teams that are able to adjust and able to say, you know what? We're ready. Let's take on this challenge. What do we got to do? What do we got to do differently? And then you might see teams where it's a little bit different response, right? You know, there's some level of adjustment. Can we work from home? Or do we need to be together face-to-face? How does our business change? And there's a little bit more of a hiccup. Or maybe, you know, they're they're just struggling to adjust. Yeah. And I agree with you completely that this year has been, we embraced change mm-hmm. like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah. So the challenging part now is communicating out what did we do? How did we pivot? How much did we do? What did we really, really accomplish? And so that's what's been on my plate for the last, I don't know, week or so is thinking about how are we going to communicate to the organization what we've done and what we have accomplished. So Pepper, when you go to communicate with the organization, because I know you communicate it up, right? And some of us communicate it down and out. How do you decide what you're going to communicate up versus what you communicate down? You know, in my mind, when I think about communicating up, I think what is important is being concise, being very clear, getting down to one to two three objectives, things that were accomplished. So I will work very hard with my team to say, what did we do this year? What did we really do? Yeah, there's a lot of work that goes on. There's a lot of programs that are continuing, whatever. There's a lot of widgets being made. But really, at the end of the day, where did we move the needle? What were the big accomplishments that we together as a team say, this has increased or improved our effectiveness overall? And so I'm going to sit down and I'm going to work and we're going to get down to three, two, three very clear objectives and then have some supporting data. Some supporting data that says, here's how we know this is what we accomplished. So short, I'm going to report up through an executive 
And with that executive, my recommendation always is if you're going to do a slide deck, some of us still do PowerPoints. If you're going to do a PowerPoint, it needs to be short. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that conversation last year, like, Kim, great job, but that was way too many slides. I'm like, we did a lot of stuff, but I get it. It's got to be, I usually say my rule of thumb, five, seven, (laughs) seven, nine, you're really pushing it. It's just too much. It's too much information. It's too much detail. So you've got to stick with your five to seven slides. Again, culturally, so important. What does your culture expect? What does your organization ask for? What is the level of detail? What level are you talking That's to? That's good. What level of detail? What, what's important to them? What do That's they right. really want to know? Don't bore them with all the details that they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And tie it in, right? I mean, I think the other thing is I committed to something at the beginning of the year. That's right. And so I'm going to go back and I'm going to say, here's what we committed to. And either we knocked that out or I have to report why we didn't. Yeah. There has to be some sort of conversation of here's how things changed. And then down for me, listen, through the organization, this is an important milestone for the team. You must talk about accomplishments. And here we sit, we're enjoying a little bit of some champagne because we had an accomplishment. We're celebrating again. There's nothing wrong with that. But it is important to celebrate. It's important to recognize what has been accomplished. Some people have huge accomplishments. Others have little accomplishments. We're not comparing the size of accomplishments. That's right. right. We're just sitting back and we're saying, you know what? We made it through the year. And look what happened. Look at the result. It is so important. I believe, down to my core, leaders must be communicating and celebrating what the team accomplished. And by all means, especially this year, it was a crazy, crazy year. Who knows what 2021 is going to bring? It may bring more of the same. God help us that it doesn't. Yeah. But we've got to communicate down. And I think detail is important. This is where you when you're going in, down. Absolutely. Okay. This is where you get into the details of things. And you're really, as a leader, saying, I noticed X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. I noticed your involvement here. I noticed this value add to the organization. Mm -hmm. And so this, to me, when I think about the importance of celebrating and communicating accomplishments, it's a lift, right? It it brings in the engagement, the motivation, the, hey, they noticed, they actually, what I do matters. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's, It's actually moving the needle across a company or, you know, across a group, wherever it is. And I think as leaders, we really need to spend time here. This is not a thing that you take lightly. That's right. You spend some time thinking about it. So do you do that at the end of the year, like a rah-rah, or do you do that at the beginning of the year, like, let's go do it again? How do you do that? Oh, man, that's a good question. You know, for me specifically, I've done it both. Mm -hmm. I've done it where you're doing it at the end of the year and you're trying to kind of slide it in in December and it feels like you're getting a little bit of half attention or half focus Mm -hmm. because... Is everybody there? People are on vacation? Busy, 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 busy. People are doing so many different things during the holidays. And then I've also done it where it's in January. And I do kind of feel like I like the January tempo. Mm -hmm. I like that you kind of, let's reflect. There's, There's just a little bit more focus in the air. People are ready to kind of tackle the new year and you can easily start talking about what what's on the plate for the next quarter, next four quarters, whatever it is. But I will do it periodically throughout the year. But the big celebration is going to be on an annual basis, right? January through December, something of of that nature. Yeah, I like it. I like the January too. I like, because you can almost use that as the motivational point for the rest of the new year and like the kickoff 
of the new year, like, all right, amazing last year. Here's what it looked like. Kudos to all these people. Here's how it helped us. And here we go again. Y'all ready? Y'all want to see what's in store for this year? So kind of a, you know, it's just, it's just a good... It's a good launching point. That's right. That's it. And I think, you know, this is the next episode, right? The next conversation is, okay, so how do your individual goals connect back to these organizational oh, goals? Oh, that's going to be good. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's really the next conversation. And so it just sets your team up for that ongoing employee development. Right? Yeah. What do they want to accomplish and how does that connect back to the organizational, whatever, strategic objectives or, you know, big picture, where's the company going? All right, let's do it. Write that down. Let's do that on the next episode. We'll do that on I the next I got to wonder, episode. like, what's the time? Yeah, I, can, I know you can see the time. I can't see it. Are we Are we hitting it? I can see the time and we're already past our time. We, ha- we listen. Because it's so much fun. You who are listening out there, we try to get this under 30 minutes. That is Kimberly and I. That's our goal. We try yep. to knock that out every time because we've gotten feedback. Hey, look, 30 minutes. In and out. I, in and out. Let's go. So we're pushing on our 30 minutes. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that this has been helpful. We always want to hear from you. And you guys are texting. You're sending messages. We love it. We absolutely love hearing from you. So what was your big accomplishment? What did you do? What surprised you? What are you proud of? Share it. We want to know. Send it to us. Yeah, then go share this podcast. Share it with your leadership friends. Share it with those in your circle. And don't forget... We love those subscribers. We love those people that come back every week and engage with us, interact with us. So don't forget to hit the subscribe button and come back again for an extra shot of leadership. We need some music. We need some ba 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 ba. Yeah, we didn't do any uh, songs. Oh, you were gonna say we are the champions. Yeah, I feel like I want to sing that song. <laughs> we are the champions. I mean, because oh, it shit. honestly, it was that kind of a year. It was that kind of a year. <laughs> because I went back.